Today's New Testament reading is from Revelation, the 20th chapter. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding in his hand the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain. And he seized the dragon, that ancient serpent who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years, and threw him into the pit and shut it and sealed it over him, so that he might not deceive the nations any longer, until the thousand years were ended. After that he must be released for a little while. Then I saw thrones, and seated on them were those to whom the authority to judge was committed. Also I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for the testimony of Jesus and for the word of God. And those who had not worshipped the beast or its image and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands, they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is the one who shares in the first resurrection. Over such the second death has no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ, and they will reign with him for a thousand years. And when the thousand years are ended, Satan will be released from his prison and will come out to deceive the nations that are at the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them for battle, their number is like the sand of the sea. And they marched up over the broad plain of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city. But fire came down from heaven and consumed them, and the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet were, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne, and him who was seated on it. From his presence earth and sky fled away, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in the books according to what they had done, and the sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one of them, according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found, written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Jonathan Meyer. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. There is so much going on in this passage from Revelation 20. In just 15 verses, John briefly brings up a few objects, characters, events, and then just breezes on by without fully unpacking them for us. So what is a pastor to do in five minutes or less? Well, this pastor is opting to focus on one area, one line of imagery, the books. John describes a long line of people standing before the throne of God on the day of judgment. 
and then books are brought out. One set of books is full of names of people and their life's actions, good and bad. And then there's the book of life, another list of names. And then John describes a judgment by the books to determine where you will spend eternity. You'll either be judged by your own actions recorded in the first stack of books, or you'll be judged by simply having your name inscribed in the one singular book of life. Where will you go? There's a new TV show on NBC called The Good Place. This series conveys the Hollywood idea of eternity, answering the question, what happens when you die? The premise of this show is that you either go to the good place or the bad place. In the good place, you live in a world that is perfectly suited to you. You are paired up with your true soulmate. You have all the finest foods at your fingertips. You have the perfect house decorated in a way that perfectly fits you. It's a place intended to bring eternal bliss and happiness to all the residents of the good place. And only those who have lived up to a certain high standard of goodness in this life are eligible for entry into the good place. Everyone else goes to the bad place. The only problem, the problem which drives the plotline of the series, there's been an error. A case of mistaken identity has allowed someone into the good place who was supposed to be sent to the bad place. It's the lead character, Eleanor. Her name was on the list written there in the Book of Life, but... It was a different Eleanor, a better Eleanor, a good Eleanor. And now this unworthy Eleanor is learning and trying to be good enough to earn her spot in the good place. Of course, Hollywood has never really been the good place, so to speak, for getting answers to deep theological questions like what happens when you die. But this TV series and other products of Hollywood seem to convey a popular idea firmly held by many. The idea that if you're good enough, if you do enough good things in this life, if you're nice enough to people, if you open enough doors for others, donate enough money to the poor, volunteer enough hours for a charity, vote for the right candidate, if your actions in this life are good enough, then maybe, just maybe, you can earn your way into the good place. Our human nature draws us to that first stack of books before the throne of God, the books that give an account of our lives, all the great things we have done. Our finite minds can only wrap around a theology of works and self-righteousness, what we think we have earned. But such things get us nowhere before the throne of God. They do nothing to solidify our eternity before a righteous judge. Our good deeds get us nowhere except thrown into the lake of fire because they never rid us of the fact that we are sinners through and through. But then there's the book of life, and this tome tells a different story. Whereas that first stack of books chronicles the deeds of humanity, the book of life chronicles the action of the Son of God at work for His creation. The book of life details the love of God in Christ Jesus poured out for sinners on a cross. The book of life lists completely the names of all the baptized people of God. It's the list of those who don't deserve to be written there, those who could never earn that spot. All the many, many redeemed saints who claim no righteousness of their own, but that of Christ alone. Dear Christian, John's revelation comes so many strange and mysterious things that we cannot fully understand or know in this lifetime, let alone a five-minute sermonette. But of this you can be certain, that by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, the book of life contains your name and mine, and there is no mistaken identity. For this God has marked you as his own, claimed you as his child, and called you by name in your baptism, and now your identity is wrapped up in Christ the crucified. 
And when Christ shall come with shouts of acclamation, what awaits us is not a lake of fire, but it's a good place. It's a great place, a place beyond any Hollywood creation. It's a new heaven and a new earth with our Redeemer, our Savior, our Lord forever. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen.